0: All right. Um, Jose uh, emails in. Jose Fraga emails in. Is Nick Casario ever going to use Patriots connections for something useful, like getting Dante Scarnecchia to be the Texans' O line coach? They could surely pay him enough to unretire. Um, I guess John, as just-
1: stupid as that, give me a break. They already tried that. He said no. Yeah, he's not coming out of retirement.
0: Did they try to get him out of retirement
1: here? Yeah, it's never come out, but they did last year.
0: Wow. Okay. I didn't, John, that's, uh, that's breaking news to me. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: I'll tell you off the air. how I know it.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. But that's a nice little if they
1: didn't, if they did not make him the offer, they checked him out to see if he would be interested in coming out of retirement for a
0: second time. Yeah. Um, how different do you think things would look with Dante Skarniecki as the offensive line coach? I don't
1: I don't know. He's one of the all-time best. Um, I have no idea. They could have hired Mike Munchak. Mike Munchak's one of the best and he's not even coaching this season. Wow, he's not? No. Okay. He was in Denver. Denver yeah. decided they wanted somebody else, and Mike decided to get his knees done. Didn't Bill want Mike? Bill O'Brien tried to hire munchak is his first offensive line coach in 2014 when he went to pittsburgh
0: yep that's what i thought okay well that's a good segue john into our next question Then this is from uh harold in sugarland says what in your opinion was the best offensive line in team history and given how much draft equity is invested in this o-line what needs to happen for this group to reach that level personnel and coaching answers work for me um so go ahead Oh, go ahead, John O'Brien
1: had one in which only one player, right guard Brandon Brooks, missed a game. Chris Myers was a center. He had Brandon Brooks, Wade Smith, Dwayne Brown, and uh, who was the seventh round pick that Nate not Nate Newton Derek, Newton Derek
0: Derek Newton and actually, and Wade wasn't on that was Ben Jones played left guard on Ben that Jones. Team. okay. Yep. you're
1: right. they only had one guy miss a game, and that was Brandon Brooks got sick at Buffalo. And he had his line intact that
0: whole year. I, so do you think that's the best offensive line in the history of the team? I do. Okay. Across the board. Better better than Dwayne Brown, Wade Smith, Chris Myers, Mike Bryzel, and Eric Winston?
1: Well, Brandon Brooks was a whole lot better than Mike Bryzel. He wasn't very good at all. Eric was okay. Dwayne, of course, was a Robo left tackle. And uh, Wade, Wade would have been about a little bit better than Ben Jones. And Chris was the center on both those teams, but there was a huge discrepancy at right guard. Yeah. And uh, with uh, Brooks and Bryzel.
0: Well, I hope Wade doesn't hear this podcast, John. He's going to come after you, guns a blazing, when he hears that.
1: Well, I'll say that he was better at left guard, but overall, I don't think that was a better offensive line. Interesting. He didn't stay healthy as much either. Bryzel had two surgeries on his foot, he couldn't move like he and he was a free agent. And uh, so the only difference would have been left guard, right guard, and right tackle.
0: Yeah. But I mean, th- three of those guys went to the Pro Bowl, though, John. I mean, Myers, Wade Smith, and Dwayne Brown all went to the Pro Bowl like in 11 or 12. I can't remember what year it was. It mean, was a pretty good, that's a pretty good know,
1: line. It was a pretty good line. Yeah. You just asked me what I thought was the yeah. best. And I don't put a lot of stock in the Pro Bowl, to tell you yeah. the true.
0: Um, so the EJ question-
1: Watt made the Pro Bowl this year. and he miss what seven or eight games? Yeah, he's That's legitimately ridiculous. a beast, though. In the
0: games that he plays, he's a legitimate beast. And plus, aren't they playing like tiddlywinks and mini golf? Yeah, to of- be voted it's yeah. still,
1: it's not where you're playing. It's what you got voted. Right, and right. You got voted as a starter in the Pro Bowl, and I think it's ridiculous that you miss almost half the season and get voted. And I don't care what your name is.
0: So, John. Then Harold's question is: uh, His follow-up to that was, "What does this group need to do to get to that level?" So, if your gold standard for Texans offensive lines was Dwayne Brown, Ben Jones, Chris Myers, uh, Brandon Brooks, and Derek Newton, you've got two pretty good tackles and Laramie to really good tackle and Laramie Tunsil, and then Titus Howard has been good this year as well. The interior's a problem, but you hope Kenyon Green makes some advancements in year two. So you got center and right guard you got to worry about, and is George Warhop going to be the head coach? So in your mind, how close is this group with some tweaks to being equal to or better than the group you talked about?
1: This offensive line's gone four games in a row without giving up a sack. Didn't give one up against um, Dallas or Cleveland with Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, the Driscoll ran out of bounds, which was his fault for the sack two games ago. And Mills was sacked Sunday because he held the ball way too long. So the linemen have gone four games in a row without giving up a sack, and even though it's not reflected in the statistics. And I think they need a new center. You can get a veteran center. Teams don't like paying free agents. So I would say tight end and center mm-hmm. are two positions that I look for casario to target and free agency and um and a.j can i watched a.j can they moved jeffrey simmons back and forth and i watched can handle him and they were doubling him of course when he was on the other side and they were down to justin McRae. so they need to make sure to re-sign we we'll see titus howard Will be in his fifth year, and they picked up his fifth year option. Right, nineteen.
0: 20. He did. Yep. He'll he'll be in. He and Laramie so, are both in contract years next year.
1: Both of them will be at tackle. Kenyon Graham will be left guard. They need a new center, and if they can upgrade over AJ Can, who started six years at Jacksonville before he came here with George Warhop, go ahead and do it. But I don't have a problem if Can's back at right guard. All those guys aren't going to the Pro Bowl.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Next. Uh. Next question. Uh, this is from uh, frequent emailer Joe Q. Um, I'm sympathetic to the idea that Mike Vrabel is a really good coach, but how did he not have Malik Willis ready to play? Malik and Vrabel look really bad compared to Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. What do you think about the coaching job Vrabel's doing this year in Tennessee, John?
1: No, no, no offense, but that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Vrabel's yeah. a defensive coach, he's not the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. That's like Brian and Lovey Smith for davis mills or kyle allen screwing up and uh malik willis can't play that's why he wasn't ready to play can't (laughs) throw the ball he's not he's not an nfl passer at this point he might be in the future he was drafted in the third round they uh todd downing the offensive coordinator they did everything they could do he just can't throw the ball and Vrabel is a hell of a coach. I mean, he had hmm. home field, home field advantage last year. He's been to the championship game. He said he has four starting offensive linemen out. Imagine where the Texans would be if they were missing four starting offensive linemen. Yeah. And So I think Vrabel has done a hell of a job.
0: Okay. The follow up from Joe is if <laughs> Baker is more of a rhetorical question than anything else, but I think it's funny. Um, Highlighting the Rams destroying the Broncos uh, on Christmas Day. If Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson, can we agree that nobody knows anything about this bleeping game?
1: It's <laughs> a great point. The game before, uh, he was awful. You know, he had a great debut. He was awful in the second game, and then he looked great uh, against the Broncos. And mm-hmm. it's curious about where he'll be. Will he be with the fourth team, or will he – Resign as the backup to Matthew Stafford, waiting till Stafford decides to walk away, because if you're if you are with a good quarterback coach with a system that fits what you do and you everything is perfect for you. To me, unless you're really desperate for money, don't go where the money is. Stay where you can maximize your opportunity, be a regular starter. And that might be spending a couple of years with Sean McVay and either get elevated or your contract expires and you go somewhere else where they play the kind of system that fits your strengths.
0: The money thing with Baker is interesting to me, John, because he gave up some money to facilitate the trade to Carolina. Before the season, he gave up a few million bucks. He's kind of betting on himself. So on the one hand, you would say, okay, well, Baker, the behavior that he's shown is that money is not the end all to him. Like he wants to get into a productive situation. The flip side of that is he just lost out on a few million bucks because the the Panthers decided to move on from him. And he's now with the Rams. Does he feel like he needs to, does he feel like he needs to recoup some of the, you know, three, four, five million or whatever it was that he gave up? I'm with you. I think Baker's still at a stage of his career where he needs to be more about the long play than about just the year-to-year thing because he could still he could still find his way back into being a starting quarterback. Geno Smith has recalibrated everything for me, John. <laughs> like when I look at Geno Smith this year, I'm like, all right, I am not going to fully punt on anybody whose floor is below average. You know, like I I would punt on horrible cor- like I'm ready to punt on Zach Wilson and punt him over to the USFL. Like I he, he may just very well suck and be a guy that teammates don't like and fans don't like and things like that. Baker's while Baker has some personality quirks, I'll say, I do think his floor is probably still one that's salvageable. Don't you?
1: One of the reasons he could afford to take that pay cut because he made so much money doing his house commercials.
0: Yeah. Progressive. He's funny on those.
1: And, um, and plus when he was the first pick, I believe he got twenty million that year. That was the that's Signing what they bonus. give the first picks today. Yeah. And uh I, I can't remember. I guess he's married because he had his wife or his girlfriend in those commercials. He is. And she had to help take care of the house. Right. And I'm sure he'd like to go someplace where he could start doing commercials again. But remember, just two years ago, he helped them win the division and beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Right. And and they thought everything was going to be great. And then it fell apart. It's like Sam Darnold, Guys that are highly rated, like Zach Wilson. It wasn't just the Jets where people said, oh, he's a second or third round talent like Malik Willis. No, everybody mm-hmm. thought he was a first round talent, a high first round talent. And when guys bomb out, it makes me think more about the system, the coach, and I'm not talking about the head coach necessarily, whoever's coaching him and calling the plays, and he needs to go somewhere else. Like the Jets have drafted so many quarterbacks high. Every general manager comes in there and drafts a new quarterback. So far, they've all bobbed out. And Geno Smith, I don't even know who's coaching him, but whoever it is, Pete Carroll stays out of it because he's a defensive coach. They're doing a great job.
0: They are. They are. John, let's keep this moving here. Johnny on the north side says, are you surprised Deion Sanders is as good of a head coach as he is?
1: I am. And maybe a lot of that has to do with recruiting. He had, his son's a great prospect. Mm -hmm. Robert Brazil who went to Jackson State and watches all their games and goes to a lot of their practices. He, he told me that his kid was going to be great, and boy, he's right. Now that he's gone to Colorado, we'll see more of him. And I think being at a, I can't say big-time program, it's not anymore, but he should help them do a better job of recruiting. I kept thinking his goal was to go to Florida State and they don't have an opening, and I'm guessing if he does well in Colorado, he's not going to spend the rest of his career there. But I'm really surprised. I also thought he's got so many things going on, maybe he wouldn't be as devoted as he needed to be, but he's done a hell of a job.
0: Yeah, um, he has. John, the environment in 2022 feels tailor-made for Deion Sanders, where there's basically free agency in college football, and guys can get paid. Uh, you know, like it, it, if, if, so, if someone said, give me a player – if someone had said before the NIL rules and the transfer portal rules were created, like tell me what player from back in the day you think would make a great coach, a wild card name that would make a great coach in this environment. I, my answer might have been Deion Sanders because if he, nobody marketed himself better as a collegian than Deion Sanders with primetime and everything else. He was a machine back then.
1: i never forget it. several scouts I know real well told me when they went to his practices, Dow Hardy practiced. And when they would have players doing certain drills, he would cut and line do, to do more of the drills. And when I thought, I thought, okay, he's a showman and he's a promoter, but if he's as talented as everybody says and he's got that kind of work ethic, he's got a chance to go places.
0: Absolutely. Um, John, last one here. And I'm actually bringing this one up in the midst of the um, – in the midst of news that just broke that Nathaniel Hackett, according to Tom Pelissero, has been fired by the Denver Broncos in the wake of the Christmas shocking, Day mass- in the wake of the Christmas Day massacre yesterday in Los Angeles, Nathaniel Hackett is gone. John, can you think of a more overwhelmed, overmatched first-year head coach in recent history than Nathaniel Hackett? I know there have been one and duns and I know Urban Meyer probably is a candidate for maybe the worst coaching hire ever. I didn't see Urban Meyer as being overwhelmed as much as I did. I just don't think he respected the game at all. Um, but Nathaniel Hackett was a—he was a bad, like B A D capital size seventy two font bad head coach. Another
1: one I can think of is Jim Tom Sula, a line coach who was oh, yeah. in San Francisco, and he was awful. But the thing about Hackett—and this didn't come out till he started failing early. And he failed immediately. He was overwhelmed on clock management, on personnel decisions. They said the Broncos hired him thinking that they could get Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver because the two of them are close. And, and that's certainly backfired money's not an issue for the walmart owners and i can't wait to see how much they have to pay and considering how many draft choices they gave up for russell wilson who's going to be willing to go there but it's going to have to be somebody with a long-term contract and heck it'll be like mcadoo and some of these other guys who were successful And I'm sorry, he didn't even call plays. Yeah, You know, I'm leery of guys who are offensive coordinators don't call plays. Now, Kevin O'Connell's making it work in Minnesota, even though Sean McVay called the plays. But I don't know if we'll ever see Hackett anything more than maybe a quarterback coach because his reputation, deserved or not, is that he's an awful coach. And he may not be an awful coach. He just was ill suited to be a head coach in the NFL.
0: Yeah. And I know Minnesota's ten and three or eleven and three or whatever they are. I'm pumping the brain. Like they the, some of these wins they had this year, like a 61-yard field goal at the They've won like nine and they're eleven and three, and like nine of their wins are by one score. Like I, I just feel like it's he's winning. Kevin O'Connell's doing a good job, but I'm I'm uh, you know, and I know you're not putting him in Canton or anything like that, but uh uh, it's, but it's a good example of what you're talking about, about pl- a guy who didn't call plays showing that he can at least be the overseer of a of a good offense. Well,
1: so- yeah, and he also took over. He had Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen yep. and Dalvin Cook. He had- yep. The skill positions were set with talented players and a talented quarterback, Kirk Cousins, hadn't had problems throwing touchdown passes and for a lot of yards. He just had trouble winning big games.
0: Yep. Um so along those lines, John, and we'll throw the Broncos in here because this particular emailer did. Last question we'll do Shelby in Needville says, Would you rather be? Let's play, he said, let's play a little game, or she could be a she, Shelby. Um let's play a little game of would you rather be? Given the whole scenario, draft capital, cap space, current QB situation, coaching situation, would you rather be the Texans or – and Shelby lists like five or six teams. So we'll just rapid fire these. Let's start with the Broncos because we just talked about Nathaniel Hackett. Texans. You'd rather be the Texans and the Broncos right now. The
1: Broncos gave up two ones, two twos, two starters and a good sub. And, uh, and they've got a really good defense. But by the time that offense gets good – most of those defense players will be gone or retired.
0: They got a really good defense, but Russell Wilson's suckiness made them a seller at the trade deadline. They traded Bradley Chubb. Yeah. You know? So um, but statistically, yeah, it's a good defense. All right, here are the other teams, John. Would you rather be the Texans or the Colts? Oh
1: boy. Uh both of them need quarterbacks. Uh, one needs a head coach, one might be. I'd rather be the Texans because The McNairs stay out of the – they don't do things like Jim Ursay make impulsive decisions at 1 in the morning, tell them to bench Matt Ryan and play Sam Ellinger. There's just – I would rather be the Texans than the Colts.
0: Would you rather be the Texans or the Titans?
1: I'd rather be the Titans because they have a great defense and they have a hell of a running back.
0: Are you confident in them hiring the right general manager?
1: Um. um I I don't know. The yeah. Adam Strunk hired uh Mike Reinfeld, Rustin Webster, and actually Bud hired Mike Reinfeld, but she hired Rustin Webster and then she hired uh Robinson, uh, John Robinson, and John was really good, so I would say yes. Yeah. I have confidence she'll hire a good GM.
0: I think that one comes down to how do you feel about Nick Casario because that's the big thing right now. The Titans they need a GM. How do you, you know? Do you feel Casario is going to be the guy to to replenish the roster and get the quarterback situation right? I right, a few more, John. This is a fun game. I like this. Would you rather be the Texans or the Jaguars?
1: Jaguars because I got a, a a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence who is a Generational talent, the best to come into the NFL since Andrew Luck in 2012. And a generational quarterback is one from the time he's a freshman. Everybody says when he comes out, he's going to be the first overall pick. Yeah, I remember Jim Harbaugh said when Andrew was a freshman, whatever year he comes out, he'll be a first overall pick.
0: Yeah, the the they're one good draft away from owning this division for a little while. I think if, if this is if the Trevor Lawrence we've seen the last month. Trevor Lawrence now, then then they're one good draft away from really taking a stranglehold, I think, on this division. They did a good
1: job in free agency, too, with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and tight end England.
0: Yeah, that doesn't always work, and it's working for them right now. You're absolutely right. Um, All right, there's three more that this particular emailer has given us. We did the Broncos already. Would you rather be the Texans or the Arizona Cardinals?
1: Oh, boy, they got Kyler Murray, and he's hurt. They uh, watched 33. Hopkins had one catch on Sunday night for four yards. Um, I think the Texans, because of their young talent, and I like what Nick Casario's done in the draft and where they are cap-wise, I would take the Texans over the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I mean, the potential for the first overall pick and the fact that you still have kind of a blank canvas when it comes to the coaching situation here, if you fire Lovey, is a really enticing thing, I think. All right. The last two, John, would you this is a good one? Would you rather be the Texans or the Cleveland Browns?
1: Boy, the Browns have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. You got Watson at quarterback. Uh, I'd rather be the Browns.
0: I think I would too. But the fact that you have to think about it a little bit says a lot about the Deshaun Watson trade right now. You know, well, I was I was
1: thinking about where they play in the weather, like they had some yeah. Christmas day. i bad it, how bad it was. Did you see those fans behind the bench screaming for him to sign their NDAs and holding up? Yes. It was hilarious.
0: Them? Oh, that was funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, all right. Last one. Would you rather be the Texans or the Jets?
1: Uh, Well, the Jets are at 500 already. They need a quarterback. I don't think Mike White's long term answer for them. Um uh, boy, they've been worse than the they've not had a streak like the Texans had under Brian for O'Brien winning division. I think I'd take the Texans over the
0: Jets. I had to think about that one because I think Robert Sala is a good coach. I think that I think he, I think him winning seven games. I've not gotten to watch much Jets football this year just because I'm busy on Sundays. Um doing Texans stuff. So I sit down and watch that game on Thursday. And obviously that was a bad game to watch if you're forming impressions of a team, but I'm watching that game. I'm going, how did they win seven games this year? Defense, and was, defense, yeah, and defense, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Can you imagine
1: if Casario used the first pick in the draft on jail, Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. best defensive tackle to come out for years, and then use the next one on a big time linebacker to play with Christian Harris, uh, or another a pass rusher, uh, like the kid from texas tech this defense would be really really good but they still wouldn't have a quarterback
0: no they wouldn't and the problem is in this division especially with jacksonville still being an ascending team but a young team with a young quarterback and the colts and the titans both looking like they're regressing you could fart around with that approach and go win seven or eight games next year and then you're not nearly in a position to get one of the top, top quarterbacks in that 2024 draft. So it's, right, it's, it's John, it's going to be a, it's going to be a franchise altering next couple of weeks here for the Texans. It really is. You know, if they, they mess around and win a couple games and the Bears lose and the you know the Texans wind up. Hell, they can, John, they could wind up picking fourth or fifth in this draft or sixth even right now.
1: Yeah, right there where Justin Herbert and Tua Tungvalo and Josh Allen were picked. They,
0: they were, they were, but I, I guess Or that's... you could trade
1: up for Patrick Holmes and Deshaun Watson you or could trade but... in back into the bottom of the first round what for a Lamar waste. Jackson.
0: What a waste. There's a lot to... of guys. What a waste to have to move up from six to like two to get a quarterback because you messed around yes, and beat the Colts. They? Oh, that would be horrible. Um, but, and you don't want to see that franchise
1: quarterback. You want to go to another division team,
0: right? Yeah. The Colts are in dire need and they're right up there picking near where you are right now. So um, as of right now, the two will play each other in week 18. So some of this, will work. it'll all Ooh, work itself a, that out. It could
1: be a big game.
0: John, for that could be reason. The, yeah. Yeah. No, that could be the, uh, <laughs> the, the Stroud bowl. Yeah. <laughs>